Hi and welcome to LCAL Low Carb Ancestral Living with Pim Johnson. Today we have a special guest with us and her name is Mayim and she's the founder of aruka.com, <laughs> the Holistic Life Academy. And she's into naturopath- naturopathic herbalism, holistic life coaching, that sort of thing. And she has had quite an interesting journey, I would say, that she wants to share with us. And I'm quite interested in especially how how we can actually heal from plants because we do talk a lot about the opposite in this channel. So welcome so much to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, when I first contacted you, I was like, oh, I can connect with her with with you know with the meat. <laughs> and you're like, no, we want to hear about something else. We always talk about that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you know, I, I was like hearing where my guests are coming from, obviously, and a lot of them are coming from having eaten a lot of vegetables. And then they, because that's usually where we start our health journeys, and then they find that maybe that's not so good for them. But you, I mean, you, I know that you found similar results, but you're taking the best from both worlds. So I'm, I'm really happy that you want come on this channel and that you want to talk about how we can actually use these herbs to, or plants to heal ourselves, because as I said, a lot of plants want to kind of hurt us because that's how they are protecting themselves from us. But we can kind of use that to, you know, to our advantage. So if you just, do you want to tell us about, you know, if you, short, short version of where your like healing journey started, what got you onto this path, what, what were your problems and what did you find along the way? <laughs> so the floor is yours. I think I think I'd like to start with, you know, how, you know, why I felt like I had a connection with you is like you just said, like many of your subscribers um, have experienced, I um, I had a terrible health crisis when I was trying to go vegan. And before that, we were vegetarian for many years. Um, And then when when I tried to go vegan, I started getting these terrible migraines that it was the worst pain that I had ever felt. I mean. I uh, I had two children already by that time, and it was worse than childbirth. And I did everything naturally. I didn't I didn't have any epidural or you know no intervention. So I experienced the full pain and glory of childbirth. But um, these migraines were worse than that. Okay, and so I, I I was like, they were just getting worse and worse and worse every single day. And I was taking Tylenol at first, and then extra strength Tylenol, and then. I, you know, aspirin and, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, 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 this is not it. I I knew intuitively that I was not experiencing migraines because of my lack of Tylenol or aspirin or whatever, Excedrin or whatever people wanted to to tell me to take. And we didn't have health insurance at that time, but um, it got so bad that I couldn't sleep this one night. And I just told my husband, you know, I I think I'm going to die. I need you to rush me to the emergency room. And so uh, we went to the emergency room and I had two children at that time, took them to two babies um, and we waited for hours and hours at the emergency room and they took various tests and asked me a bunch of questions. And the nurse was like, um, you know, finally, after many, many hours, she was like, you know, we can't find anything wrong with you, but the doctor wants to talk to you. So I went to went to the doctor and she spoke with me a little bit and she basically reconfirmed what the nurse said, which was that. We can't find anything wrong with you. So what we would like to do is we would like to rule out the possibility of a tumor 
And the only way we can do that is through a CT scan. And she said, but, you know, it's very expensive and we didn't have insurance anyways. So even though insurance didn't cover it, it didn't matter because it wouldn't have it wouldn't have covered it anyways. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, I think I'm about to die. So what's two thousand dollars if if you're gonna about to lose your life, you know? So so okay, let's do it. And so um I took the CT scan and then after that the doctor called me up again after um, you know, an hour or two or whatever. And, you know, that whole time she spoke to me about 15 minutes, right? For that whole night, that one doctor. And she said, well, good news. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't have a tumor, have a really bad headache and there's nothing we can do for you. So here's some really strong painkillers. And I was like, again, you know, of course they were stronger than what I had been taking and I took it, but it wasn't the answer, you know, it was just not the answer. And so that's when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with this. This wasn't the only bad experience that I had with the modern medical system. It was certainly, it was the last, it was really the last. And I, from that point on, I was like, I need to take charge of my own health and my family's health. That's when I started studying naturopathic herbalism. And I'd like to just explain first, what is naturopathic herbalism? Please do. Um, (laughs) That's a common question that I get from people. So it's made up of two words, right? And herbalism is basically the ancient healing art before there were there were any such things as um as doctors or pharmaceutical drugs or um hospitals or expensive ct scan machines there were herbalists and their primary method of healing was through um was through plants but there's also you know um ancient methods such as fasting and um you know going on specific diets you know only eating very simply and other things, um, even like, um, you know, fasting, getting enough fresh air and rest, you know, these are very important things, very basic things, but mm-hmm. you know, they're so basic that people take it for granted, even though they're, they're very powerful in terms of healing. But, you know, everything that has been traditionally done for healing would be would fall under herbalism. And of course, there's different modes of herbalism. There's Ayur- Ayurveda and there's traditional Chinese medicine. There's African herbalism. There's all different types. Right. And and the naturopathy. That word kind of encompasses everything else that doesn't that doesn't fall into the ancient healing healing art of herbalism, even if they may include um, the use of plants. So um, that would be um, things like homeopathy or things like um, I don't know if you've ever heard of German new medicine where it's it's very like mindset mindset based and and how trauma um, affects healing and um even essential oils I, w- I would say essential oils falls under naturopathy because it wasn't as easily available it wasn't as accessible back in those days because just the, um, the processing of essential oils is just a lot a lot harder yeah. so um that's where i felt like i connected with your audiences because um i um sorry back to the migraine story um, through my studies of naturopathic herbalism, this includes diet and nutrition, right? So herbalists, that's very foundational. And of course, food, you know, except for dairy, meat and dairy, the other type of food that humans eat is, is going to be herbs, plants and vegetables. So it's very much a part of herbalism. So all herbalists study nutrition. and But what I studied isn't just, and, and that's the problem with a lot of um, holistic health and healing schools is they push veganism, 
which might be good for short periods of time for some people. But um, really, veganism is uh, an experiment. It's like a modern experiment. And I always like to say that um, that um, there are no true um, herbivore uh, animals. There's no vegan animals. Like even the animals that eat only plants, they also consume meat. (laughs) They also consume um, uh, feces from bugs, you know? Mm -hmm. So the only historically successful, you know, that we have a a good record from um, of of people who are are vegan is a community in India who they may be vegan, but they don't wash their fruits and their vegetables before eating so they get the dead bugs and they get the feces from the plants but they you know but they are a you know a traditional it's actually good for you know the protein and they got the probiotics in there i mean this yeah i'm sure really good for them it helps them to sustain that vegan that vegan diet you know anyways so i like to tell people that when they you know when they try to promote, promote veganism so i found out that i was vitamin b12 deficient which means that um, it was caused, you know, one of the reasons that caused my B12 deficiency was my veganism. And, you know, vitamin B12 was great, uh, you know, for, for short term, but um, really we're supposed to be getting that from meat, right? And so I didn't, you know, I didn't, I never became carn- a carnivore, even though I have some pre- friends that have done that and experienced amazing results. So, um, Although I'm like, I really, really, I really don't like uh, being religious about anything yeah. anymore. Yeah. I used to be a religious vegan, you know, so I don't like to be religious about uh, being a carnivore or uh, anything. I'm like, uh, you know, listen to what your body needs. Right. So um, uh, and then the other factor was I was I was stressed out just way too much. And I was also depleting my um my B12 stores. And I was just not, you know, trusting, trusting God, you know, trusting the process, trusting that everything would be okay. You know, so that's um, why, why both that and my veganism was, was hurting me. But through that, I, um, I studied herbalism and I studied different nutritional um, um, theories and diet theories. And what the one that I like the best is the one that includes good, you know, quality organic uh, meat, uh, raw milk, and kefir and yogurt and stuff like that, raw cheese and stuff like that. Um, we do goat milk. My family can't really handle too much cow milk because maybe partly because we're Asian, you know, I know Asians don't do it well with cow milk, but yeah. goat milk would be good. But there are also, you know, there are some, there are a few um, herbal uh, formulas and, and just herbs, even individual herbs that I think um, everyone should at least know about. And, um, Something that's been really popular that I think that uh, you you were you were interested in from our um, call the other day was um, uh, cav- for cavities herbs for cavities specific herb for cavities yeah and so I just like to preface this by um, saying that the um, probably the pioneer of the holistic health and healing movement one of them one of the greatest pioneers of the holistic health and healing movement was a dentist. You probably know him, right? Dr. Weston A. Price. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. Of course, your, your channel would know him. Um, yeah, Dr. Weston A. Price. And he found that the, that, the, that the cultures that were the healthiest were these native cultures that ate both, that ate meat and dairy and also foraged and ate herbs and plants, you know, things that they 
um, that they could find in in the forests and in, in the swamps, you know, whatever, wherever. So, um, and one of the things, one of the herbal formulas that have really, really helped me and my family of so many things, I tell every, I tell almost everyone to to take this herbal calcium tea. Um, is it's a combination of herbs, and um, I'll, I'll give you the ingredients. Um, I'll give you the ingredients first. The exact formula is going to be on my blog. It's um, at um, aruka.com. That's A-R-U-K-A-H.com slash blog slash um, calcium. And then I also have um, I also have another video, which is aruka.com slash blog slash cavities, where I talk you know more generally about cavities in general. So my family, we we don't um, we don't see any uh, medical doctors unless they're holistic. Like I have a homeopath, I have a homeopathic medical doctor. And it was really funny because the first time I ever met him, he was telling me all these questions about my medical history. I'm like, I don't really know the answer to these questions. I don't really have um, much of uh, medical records because I don't really like or see doctors very much. And then he's like, me neither. I don't really like or see doctors very much either. But he was a homeopathic medical doctor, but he was telling me this. And I said, well, then why did you become a medical doctor? And he said, well, because my homeopathic teacher, even though he wasn't a medical doctor, he said that if I became a medical doctor, I would be able to practice more freely. And, you know, it, it certainly did um, help him to do that. Um, so anyways, but I only see him like, once every other year, usually only when I'm pregnant or something that is just that eludes me and that I can't figure out by myself. Um, but I do recommend people to him, especially if they're too afraid to experiment on their own, which is usually pretty much what I do and what uh, my family does. Um, but um, so I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Yes, they were talking about the calcium tea. <laughs> okay, so we also don't see um, dentists very much. So we we do see dentists like if if my my children wanted like orthodontists, they wanted to straighten out their teeth. So we had to, um, you know, we I, I don't know of a natural way to straighten out my teeth, <laughs> straighten out teeth. So um, <laughs> so we do go for that for for just adjustment and placement. Um, but I don't I. I I don't believe in the dental model of, okay, you have a cavity, which means that you have a hole in your teeth. And so the solution to that is to drill a bigger hole and fill it up with some fake stuff. And I'm mm -hmm. like, how does that make sense? That's illogical to me. And I, I was yeah. formerly a computer scientist slash engineer at the NASA Ames Research Center in Moffett Field, California. So a lot of people think that herbalists are like, they're, you know, like, hippie tree huggers and they're not logical and say like, no i'm completely logical like logic I like you know <laughs> i'm super logical okay i was yeah. a computer so that doesn't make sense to me absolutely doesn't make sense to me um because you're still not addressing why am i getting these holes in the first place and why are you giving me a bigger hole you know drilling that hole isn't going to keep me from from naturally getting a bigger hole uh, you know and they might say oh, well we're just protecting you from you know uh, whatever <laughs> but it's like okay well if it's not that bad yet just let it grow naturally and and just fill it up when it's needed but i i you know really both dentists and medical doctors they really don't study the root cause of disease even whether it comes to you know a chronic disease or even a toothache that's i you know it's kind of like it's a form of disease a a, a cavity right mm -hmm. 
they don't study the root causes of them, um, maybe just on a surface level, and then they don't really um, they don't really know how to to heal them. They're only taught uh, how to mask symptoms, right? And so one of um, one of the um, herbalist teachers. So I, we, I have a I have a school for um, holistic health and healing. We teach naturopathic herbalism and health and life coaching and online business and marketing. And um, one of the teachers that our students study um, at aruka.com is um, Dr. John R. Christopher. He was, he's a late great herbalist in America. He's also um, um, a medic for the, the military. And um, I, I, you know, I was taking uh, like synthetic calcium for a different issue that I had with um, um, not my, my, my muscles were getting knotted up and my joints would go out of place and I had to like painfully pop them back in place. And um, my, my, my husband's um, mom is a nurse and she, but she's also holistic minded. So she told me to take calcium for that problem. So I started taking synthetic calcium pills and it worked. And then as, as, as I was studying herbalism, um, I learned about Dr. John or Christopher's herbal calcium formula. And I was like, well, I'd rather take an organic form of calcium than non-organic. And I was also drinking, you know, milk and, you know, whatnot. You know, I, I, it's not like I wasn't consuming dairy or calcium. But one of the things in the herbal calcium tea um, that is very helpful is, the, um, is, is uh, horsetail grass, which has silica. And what the silica does is it actually helps you to assimilate the the calcium that is stuck in your body in various places. So it's not necessarily that we're not getting enough calcium because, you know, there's the not milk movement and they're always saying, oh, how can people, they're always supplementing with, with calcium, but they're still getting osteoporosis and all this stuff. It's not because of the lack of calcium intake, but it's the lack of the ability of our bodies to assimilate that calcium. And so the horsetail, the, the horsetail grass and um, the other herbs also help with that. Now, so horsetail grass is one of the ingredients in there. And then it also has comfrey root. Now, um, comfrey root is a very, um, has a very traditionally, anciently used herb. It's been used for, you know, traditionally, historically for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. But the FDA, unfortunately, has issued a warning against it. So if you buy John, Dr. John Christopher's formula from his herbal shop, for example, it's not going to have the correct formula. It's going to use comfrey leaves instead of comfrey root. And I have tried it that way. And I have not, I, I did not, I, I did not experience the same kind of um, healing and relief when I switched to that. So it is only when I use his original formula, which is comfrey, which has comfrey root that I experienced relief. And so, um, but there's a caveat, you know, the FDA warns against it. But for me, it's like, okay, if the FDA warns against something, they, it's usually because there's pharmaceutical interests that um, are preventing them from allowing people to consume it freely. It's probably a very powerful healing herb if the FDA has, you know, is taking the time out to prohibit it. And if the FDA puts its stamp of approval on it, that probably means that it is so unfit for consumption that neither a human nor an animal would normally eat this thing. So it's going to require the FDA to approve it for a normal human being to eat it because the animals won't touch it. 
you know, but, and humans should be more intelligent than that. But unfortunately we're so smart that we can also be brainwashed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, just a question. Um, what's the difference between the leaves and the roots? Is it just that the leaves are not strong enough or is there actually a different compound in the roots that we get from the tea? Definitely both. There's both, both of that. Um, so yeah, I think it's both that. And then there's all, and when you, um, if you go to the aruka.com slash blog slash calcium, um, there's a Google doc that I link to from that blog um, that has a lot of information about um, the formula and comfrey root in particular. So you can learn more about that. But Excellent. I did in six minutes. So um, I just wanted to say other things about this formula that are really, really amazing. So um, I, I had one of the things that, you know, uh, Dr. Christopher taught is that when his students started drinking the herbal calcium tea, that their fillings would like pop out <laughs> because they started regrowing. And that's exactly what happened to me in a few months. And so um, it, my, my, my uh, fillings popped out and it was painful at first because it was exposed, but I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to trust this and I'm going to keep going. And so I, I just kept going and I kept drinking it and now they're no longer sensitive. It, it is regrowing. Um, but of course, there's other things, not just that, that you have to do to be careful, you know, to, to help your teeth regrow. And certainly, you know, having a good diet, especially, you know, one that is free of sugar and um, stuff like that and, and, and contains calcium from dairy. I think that's a very important part of it as well. Um, and But there's also minerals that are lacking. And so I do take a mineral supplement and I, I have that in um, my aruga.com slash blog slash um, cavities um, resource that I, um, that I posted on my website. Yep. And then um, other things about the formula, like I used to have this bleeding gums issue and I would go to the dentist for this bleeding gums issue. And the, the dentist would always be like, um, oh, you need to brush more often and you need to floss and floss more often. And it's like, stop eating sugar. And I was like, I was trying to do everything I can and nothing happened. It just nothing worked. And I didn't even expect the herbal calcium formula to help me with my bleeding gums, but it did. My gums used to bleed almost every single day until I started taking this formula regularly in tea form. Now, here, here's the thing is you have to take it in tea form. Sometimes people will sell a tincture and I've tried the tincture, but the amount of herbs that you will get by drinking the tea daily will not match, you know, the little bit that is extracted an alcoholic form. And I mean, you can, but you're going to be drinking a lot of alcohol, which you probably don't want to do. Well, some you people know. do. <laughs> <laughs> but not healthy for you, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then I had sciatica for many years, you know, arthritis and other people too, who I've recommended it to. They've had various aches and pains and issues and it's helped, will help them with that. And my son also used to, um, he started getting a bloody nose very often, like several times a week. And I was like, well, maybe this will help for him too. And surely it did. Um, and whenever my children complain of, um, of a toothaches, I just give them that calcium tea and minerals and it stops. They stop complaining about it. So it's re really powerful. I know we only have three minutes left. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're not stressed here at all. No, that's, that's awesome. So if we want the recipe and how do you drink this once a day? Is that? I drink it. I, this is how much I drink. I, I drink now that I'm not pregnant anymore. When I drink, when I'm pregnant, I take more. So right now I drink 
a cup of herbs um, in a French press that will hold maybe three or four times. Like if I put a cup of herbs, it'll, I don't, maybe it's more than that. It's some, let me think, maybe 40 ounces of water mm-hmm. about the cup of water. The, 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 the important part is not too much the water, but the herbs, it's a cup of herbs every two days. So I'll make a cup of herbs as tea. And I will add manuka honey in it because it preserves it. And it's also good for, very good for your teeth also, manuka honey. Okay. Um, so I'll make that and I'll drink it in a span of two days. Sometimes I'll skip a day and sometimes I'll put the minerals inside the tea. And it's, it's just great. I mean, when I don't drink that tea or take those minerals, I, the things, my pain, my bleeding gums, it just starts coming back. So it's like I, I need to drink that daily. My body needs that formula. And and it's helped a lot of other people too. So awesome. So I I know that you teach all of this stuff to people that want to become health coaches. So can you in like one minute just tell us a little bit about the different things that you do teach people and where they can find out about that if they are interested? Yes. So our school is for anyone who would like to become the healer of their home and their community and build a profitable online health coaching business. So it's it's very online focus and it's really for anyone. It can be for uh, like, for example, a mother who has no medical or health background, just like how I was, you know, back in 2005 when I began my, my journey. But we also have, you know, doctors and nurses and medical technicians and whatnot that are learning, um, you know, from, from us, from me, from the, from the resources that, um, that we teach because, you know, holistic health and healing is unfortunately not taught in the majority of medical schools, unless it's specifically a school for naturopathy. And there's only two good schools um, that I know of for naturopathy in the whole entire world. But a medical education is gonna, something like that, that kind of medical education is gonna cost, you know, upwards towards $400,000. Hmm. Well, you don't, you don't need an expensive medical degree and you don't need um, tons of years of time to become a holistic healer because that's what I became. I, I, I'm, I'm someone that, you know, I have health professionals coming to me and asking me for advice on health and healing. And I don't have a medical degree and I didn't spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So this is absolutely attainable to others as well. So, and our, our website is www.aruka.com, A-R-U-K-A-H.com. And right now we're also, we just launched um, a new free um, mini um, e-course about how to become a holistic healer. And it's basically a continuation of, um, you know, this conversation that we're having and my journey to becoming a holistic healer and what I I learned. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. I know it was a bit short of time, but I think we got the the most important thing out of this. And also, if you have any problems with your teeth, etc., maybe try this tea out and just head over to her website and check out the recipe. So thank you so much for coming here today. Totally. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks.